Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. I forgot I, uh, I trimmed my beard so I don't have as much thinking space anymore. <laughs> thinking space. Whenever I'm thinking, I like I caress my beard and just mm-hmm. go, hmm, but now I don't have that anymore, and it's weird. However will you think. I know, right? <laughs> You've entered Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast. Welcome to episode 66 of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast on the Four Ride Radio Network. It's now time to catch them all with your host, I'm Kyle, also known as Deadpool Ranger, and I'm Team Mega Sceptile. And I'm Doug, also known as Brick Breaky Bully, and I'm Team Mega Gengar. Going into moves now, I like it. Uh, to listen to the show, find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, you can find us on foureyedradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, mostly Twitter, not Facebook. And then, obviously, anywhere you listen to your podcasts, like Double Twist or Stitcher. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrations and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Doug! What up, dude? We're back! We're here. I know, I missed you. <laughs> it's funny because we I feel like the past like three or four episodes we've released, we've we've said the same thing. Uh, because we record batches. Yeah. <laughs> so people are like, why do they always miss each other? <laughs> yeah. Did we just I... talk like last week? No, <laughs> we didn't. Yes. Well <laughs> we released an episode last week, right. but you and I really haven't recorded in probably like two months, I'd say. I don't know if it's been that long. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> ah. I don't know. It, it just feels like it's been two months. Let's put it that yeah. way. Time means nothing right now. Exactly. It almost means nothing ever, but especially yeah. right now, you know? Yeah. I mean, we were on, we'll just call it like it is. We were on a hiatus for a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's what we'll call it. <laughs> if anybody asks I guess so yeah. If Power Rangers can do it, so can we Sure Yeah, We are not owned by Nickelodeon <clears throat> And people love a good hiatus Exactly Always goes over well Yeah, I have yet to meet someone who hates a hiatus Yeah, not a single person Nope So What were you doing during your hiatus? just like in general yeah why not in general what have you been up to uh i've well um i know this will come as a surprise to so many but i've been quarantined like (laughs) everyone else nice Um, good job so not that much i mean i've been doing the same things everyone else has been doing animal crossing fall guys eating sleeping contemplating existence i've only done two out of those things well Catch up, buddy. Yeah. I've been contemplating my existence and sleeping. So <laughs> You should eat something. I should. I had a bagel earlier. You're probably but... starving. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I still have yet to play Animal Crossing. I want to. I really, really do. It's just I 
just haven't had the time to get it or the money really. It's good. It's good. Oh, oh I know it's good. I I still have Animal Crossing Newly for the 3DS and I love that game. Well, there you go. I popped into my Animal Crossing game on 3DS just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so funny. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, it's been four years. <laughs> <laughs> You're alive? <laughs> How are your weeds? Um, they, I don't, they, I mean, I don't really think there was much going on in that yeah. department. Because in New Leaf, you can set up like laws where people like have to clean the island. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. It's been so long since I've played. I just remember mostly going to the island, catching a bunch of uh, rare and exotic fishes, and then selling them. There you go. And paying off my debt. Yes. That's the true appeal of Animal Crossing, is you can actually pay off debt. It's (laughs) like living a fantasy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Who doesn't want that? Yes, indeed. Um, What kind of stuff have you been doing? Not eating. No, uh, I, I've been eating. Um, <laughs> I've got an extra 10 pounds to prove it. We all do. Yeah. So not a whole lot. I mean, obviously quarantining and whatnot. Um, been working. Um, uh, just getting ready for the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of cool. My wife got these uh, uh, customized uh, pacifiers. Uh-huh. I don't know if you saw this up on my Twitter because I posted a picture of them. No, I missed this. But she got uh, three customized uh, pacifiers. One has got Stitch, mm-hmm. and it says Luke on it. Another one's got Deadpool, and the other one <laughs> is a Pokemon-themed one, and it's got Bulbasaur, Charmander, uh, Pikachu, and Squirtle, and it says Luke on it. And I was like, nice. oh, my God, these are amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, yeah. Well, speaking of Pokemon, this is awkward because normally we do what's new in the world of Pokemon with you, but it sounds like neither one of us has done much of anything. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... But but here's the thing. Like, we as an entity have existed for four years. We can't not release something. Exactly. I mean, this is our four-year anniversary episode. (laughs) It snuck up on us like everything else this year. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I just happened to be like, you know, I was like, oh, shh. I think it was like September 1st. I'm like... Oh, or no, you know what it was? I went to our Twitter page, which, by the way, I have not been on the Twitter page in a long time. And so I went on there and I got the little Twitter notification saying happy anniversary. I was like, oh, crud. Now, (laughs) our Twitter anniversary is different from our actual. Of course, because you set that stuff up early. So it's like a heads up. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shoot. When is our actual anniversary? So I quickly looked at like past episodes uh, or go back to the very first episode and it released on the 12th. And I was like, okay, good. We got some time. Yep. This next 12th, 2016. Yeah. It's crazy. Much simpler time. Back when Pokemon (laughs) Go was super popular and everybody was loving it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody's like a bunch of people still love it, but it's not as popular as it once was. I've forgotten what Pokemon Go is. Remind me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's where you walk around and be active and collect Pokemon. (laughs) What is this outside you imply? (laughs) I was waiting for you to be like, what is this walking? (laughs) (laughs) Is that like when I go from this room to that room? 
Yes. What I'm doing? Yes. Oh. Make sure you have Adventure Sync turned on. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, I forgot about that. Yeah. I've just been rolling around my apartment, you know? <laughs> kind of flopping about. Uh, <laughs> nice. Nah, uh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll admit, Pokemon Go has come such a long way from when it first started. I remember when it first came out and I'm thinking if they ever do like more Pokemon, I really don't see it going past generation four. I don't really see it doing all of them. I figured it'd probably die yep. out by generation four and that'd be it. And yep. here we are generation five. And now they've released mega evolution into the game. Yes. Now you're going to need to completely explain to me how this works because sure. I have mentioned this on the podcast before, but um, since I'm not going anywhere, mm -hmm. um, and since my adventure sync doesn't work, by the way. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Which is infuriating. Um, yeah. I literally haven't opened Pokemon Go in months. Um, okay. Fighting. And so I see a little bit here and there on like Twitter, but for, for all intents and purposes, uh, Pokemon Go and I, we've broken up. Mm, so how I'm does I, I I've seen that Mega Evolution is is there, mm -hmm. um, and that it was introduced, but how does it how does it work? What's the mechanic? Because we've speculated before on how that would work, but now yeah. it's reality. It's different from what we ever thought, and I actually kind of like the way that they do it. So basically, you have to earn um, specific Pokemon's uh, Mega Energy. Okay. So right now, the only ones that are released are Mega Venusaur, Blastoise, both Charizards, and Beedrill. Oh, and Beedrill. Oh, I did yeah. see Beedrill was in there, yeah. Yes. So the first, uh, so like the main starters, there you can battle them in raids, and then when you go to catch them, they revert back to their normal form. Okay. Now, depending on how quickly you can defeat that Mega Pokemon with other people determines how much Mega energy you get. Okay. So now when you finally get a certain amount of mega energy for each Pokemon, now like say the Venusaur, Blastoise, and the two Charizards, they require um, 200 mega energies each. And then like Mega Beedrill only requires 100. Mm -hmm. But once you've done it once, then the amount goes down because your friendship with the Pokemon has created a special bond to form Mega Evolution that now you don't need as much energy the next time around. Okay. And it will last for four hours. And then once the four hours are up, it'll go, it'll uh, revert back to its normal form. Gotcha. So then you can use that to battle things either in raids or other people for those exactly. four hours. Exactly. So say Got there's it. a raid day or as in your case, cause you hate the word day followed by the raid raid the, hours. Uh, Exactly. So, like, raid say there's like limited a limited period of time window. Exactly. So, say there's like a <laughs> raid three hour event. Yeah. And one of the mega evolutions would be perfect. You mega evolve it right before, and then you got it for four hours. You're good to go. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. 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 And you I can see only what do you did there Pokemon Go. And I believe you can only do one mega evolution at a time. Oh. So. So you can't just, like, roll up with a team of Mega Evolved Pokemon. Exactly. Okay. 
Interesting. So they managed to that that's that's interesting to me because they definitely didn't have to do that. Um mm-hmm. but Pokemon Go hasn't avoided adapting lore and mechanics from the core series game even though they've never been bound to them mm-hmm. so it's always interesting to see what types of um like mechanics or the spirit of mechanics they decide to adapt mm-hmm. um and it, it's interesting to me that 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 is one of them this sort of like you can only mega evolve one you know what i mean mm-hmm. um that's that's pretty cool, and and I'm 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 obviously very fine with it because it it means people can't roll up with like an army of mega evolved Pokemon, exactly. Which is which is nice. That is always appreci- appreciated. Yep. And I believe they'll be soon implementing mega evolution into the player versus player battles. Ah, okay, so it's not quite there yet. Got it. No. Got it. Got it. I think it's starting with the new season, which is coming up very soon. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So you said your favorite was Mega Sceptile. Yeah. Tell um, me more. I mean, I could probably <laughs> deduce a little bit, but I would love to hear I mean, more about that. That's always been one of my favorites, but the fact right. it turns like Dragon is awesome when it Mega Evolves. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a ton of Mega Evolutions. Like, um, I'm trying to think. Mega Aerodactyl is another one of my favorites. Sure. Um, cause I remember I had, I did, I played a, uh, what is it called? Oh, the, uh, wonder trade challenge. Yeah. And basically you catch six Pokemon and then you wonder trade all of them. And then that's your team, whatever you get back. Yep. So a lot of times you get stuck with like Sentrits or Rattatters or Pidgeys or whatever, but I ended up getting an Aerodactyl in mine. I was like, oh, cool. I can mega evolve this later. And I did. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So that's one of my favorites. Uh, but Sceptile, I really like, and I joke about it a lot because it looks like it has a Christmas tree for a tail. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I just really like Mega Sceptile. It's really cool. It's one of my yeah. favorites. Nice. Yeah, I, I don't have like a strong connection to Mega Evolution as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of most of my preferences are purely based on like design. And I guess l- lore isn't quite the right word because the lore doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't really speak to like any particular, like personal experience with with Mega, like a particular Mega evolved Pokemon, okay. yeah, stuff like that. Because, um, obviously they were introduced in X and Y, and then carried over into Alpha, uh, Omega Ruby Alpha, Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, I always I don't know why I have such a hard time, just like generating the names of those games. Hmm. <laughs> just gonna call them alpha and omega whatever ruby and sapphire suppose everyone knows what i'm talking about but whatever yeah so i i mean x and y was the only pokemon game like the only core series pokemon game that i like dragged my feet on and so i i mean i got it when it came out and i started it when it came out but it took me like years to actually just finish it for no real reason i don't know it must have just been like a wherever i was in life thing and then um the uh, Ruby and Sapphire remakes are games that I still haven't played. Those are ones that I've started because I was doing some like nitty gritty Pokemon Home stuff, but I haven't actually played them. So it's like Mega Evolution is is like the the game mechanic that I have not missed, but like just <laughs> like invested the least amount of time in. Okay. But what I will say is like I'm obviously familiar with all of all of them. 
Um, and obviously I was able to use some of them in um, Sun and Moon and in uh, Let's Go, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously I know how they work and all that. I, I think what's what's funny about the the mega evolutions as designs for me is is there's like an irony about it because you know people people um understandably though frequently too much are like like exhausted by gen one fatigue Mm -hmm. you know um the sort of like oh cool charizard's doing another thing and i get that (laughs) but also i understand why it's the case Mm -hmm. um but when it comes to mega evolutions, I actually think most of the Gen One mega evolutions are like top tier designs, like oh, in yeah. the grand scheme of things. Oh yeah. And I don't know if it's because they're the canvas is just already simpler, um, because Gen One designs are simpler, so they don't have to do as much to make them uh, look bigger and badder. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's why, but there are some of the ones uh, that are mega evolutions of later generation Pokemon that just end up looking a bit over designed. And I think it's because they were already pretty designed in the first place. So, like, mm-hmm. I mean, like mega Gengar dope, even the Charizards awesome. Like, I just think they te- Blastoise. Whoa. You know, mm-hmm. um, the only gen one mega evolution design I don't really like is probably Pinsir. I think it's a little weird. Yeah. Pinsir and Heracross, uh, for me, are both kind of weird. I like Heracross. I like the idea behind Heracross's design better than I like the execution of Heracross's design. Mm-hmm. Um, Pinsir's, I don't even feel like there's like a strong concept there. Yeah. The other thing, too, is I tend to like, as a concept, like an idea, I tend to like the mega evolutions of three-stage or th- uh, what like pokemon that have three stages already mm-hmm. and then they the get a mega ones. what's and then they get a mega so i like yeah. it most i like it most this isn't like a hard and fast rule but i like it most when it's like a fourth form mm-hmm. i just think that tends to feel cooler oh yeah definitely like uh just straight off the top of my head like beedrill and pidgeot are amazing looking yeah i love i love how alakazam just like gets so yes. many more spoons yeah all the spoons yes um <laughs> I, I like uh, Mega Slowbro, how basically now the entire <laughs> shell is just like, it's like wearing the shell now. Yeah. I am now just eating you. I am just eating your whole body. Yeah. Thank you. Um, another <laughs> one that really stands out, and it's not because it changes its design, but Mega Kangaskhan. And it just. Yeah, that one's so. I mean, Kangaskhan as a whole is yeah. bizarre. But it just pulls the baby out of the pouch. But what's cool is, like, its uh, special ability, anytime you use, like, a punch move, mm-hmm. it'll attack twice because the mommy goes and then the baby goes. Yeah. So I thought that was a really cool concept. And I'm like, cool. So they're actually acknowledging that there is a baby inside Kangaskhan's pouch. <laughs> it's not just, like, not there. They're ex- they're acknowledging it. Yeah, it must exist. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the most we'll ever get with it, but, you know. Do we know what the next wave of Mega Pokemon they'll introduce into Pokemon Go is? Have they announced that? Uh, no, I don't believe. So. Oh, actually, I believe they said that uh, if right now they're doing a thing, if two million um, Mega raids have been done, and I don't know where they stand with that right now. But if <laughs> sorry, gang. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like two million people; it's two million right. raids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they will release Mega Pidgeot. 
Okay, that would have been my guess. So it kind of sounds like they're going in numerical order of release. I feel like they'll break that pretty quickly, though. Well, they also have a Mega Pokédex right now, so like they actually added a, po- uh, a Mega Evolution Pokédex. Oh, uh, interesting. With the Pokédex, so which is kind of cool. So maybe they'll just go in that order, just this way it flows better. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I just like seeing like in some of like the Facebook groups for like people who had no idea Mega Evolution was a thing. <laughs> oh yeah that's right i didn't think about that because the folks that i played with in that you know 2016 2017 mm-hmm. time frame those were all not new pokemon fans but they were fans when they were kids and then stopped you know mm-hmm. and so they never got to the point where mega evolution was a thing and i one i don't even know if they're still playing right now i'll have to ask them um but two they would have no idea what any of this mega evolution stuff is i mean a lot of them didn't realize there was anything past generation two, you know, like that's yeah. as far as they got when they were like growing up with it. So, um, you know, even just, even just the way that some Pokemon evolve outside of mega evolution or just, mm-hmm. um, that some Pokemon even evolve, you know, <laughs> like yeah. they were surprised by someone was like, Oh yeah, you're going to want to keep collecting those. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see what, how people react to like, uh, um, Groudon and Kyogre with their primal forms. Because mm-hmm. technically yeah. it's not Mega Evolution, it's their primal forms, but even still. Yeah, that's that's always a weird thing, right? Because the only distinction technically there is lore, but like the mechanic is the same, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just you didn't like Mega Evolve them, you gave them like their orbs or whatever, and then they... Sure. But Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. So... And I would love to see, like, if this, like, takes off that Pokemon's like, hey, maybe we should make some new Mega Evolutions. Maybe. Do I think that'll happen? No. But no. would I love it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Give me Mega Porygon. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it wouldn't be too hard for them to... Well, I don't know. I shouldn't say that because I don't know what all goes into it. But... um, It would be kind of cool if they did something with the anime where, like, they discovered a new mega evolution. Um, and then they don't even need to necessarily put it in a game. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we're at the point in Pokemon that um, we have this big canon of stuff. And I, I don't mean continuity. I'm mm-hmm. making a clear distinction here. I'm talking canon as like the entirety of the official properties, right? So yeah. like Pokemon Go is part of the canon. The show is part of the canon. Mm-hmm. The games are part of the canon. They're all separate continuities. That's what I'm talking about. So yes, um, we have such a massive canon now of things that don't all exist in the same continuity and don't necessarily all work the same way that I think you could do some stuff like that where you, you introduce a, a mega evolution in the show, kind of similar to Ash Greninja in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, although that does make its way into the game, but you know what I mean? Like that yeah. could simply exist because it was, it was a good story and they wanted to tell it and it becomes part of the lore mm-hmm. and it becomes part of the canon and it's official, but it's not in the game because the game doesn't have to be the only source of official yeah. you know, stuff anymore, yeah. especially, uh, you know, after the past few years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Mega or not Mega, but uh, Ash Greninja that didn't even show up until Sun and Moon. In the yeah, games. oh yeah, exactly. So for quite a quite a chunk of time, it literally was only mm-hmm. uh, 
in the canon because of the show. Yeah. Uh, oh, I guess it's always in the canon because of the show, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Now, I would love to see them do Ash Greninja in uh, Pokemon Go. Yeah, I wonder if they'll do, I, they'll they'll definitely do something. Oh like yeah, that. But, they have to. It's one of the most popular Pokemon like ever, right? Uh, yeah, actually, it is. Like Greninja is because of that story arc and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Greninja. So I'd be shocked if they didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's the number one Pokemon here, but I know when Japan did their thing, right. Greninja was number one. Super popular. Yeah. Now. With Mega Evolution, I feel like this is what they're going to use as, like, the new Pokemon for a while until, I think, probably, we're probably not going to get Kalos and probably until next year, if I had to take a guess. That's, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. And I think that's okay, because they do oh, need yeah. to, I mean, <sighs> I'm of two minds about it, because I understand why it takes so long to do Unova. I mean, the, the generation's massive, right? It's the biggest generation. It's, enormous mm-hmm. um and and so i get that um but it is good to break up like how you're releasing things mm-hmm. so i i think it makes sense that mega evolution would kind of be its own generation of pokemon in the context of pokemon go yeah um but it also comes immediately after the sort of drawn out process of unveiling unova so it's like weird but i get it and i think it makes sense Hmm. yeah so i mean i mean they had at least had a way for unova because there's only one unova pokemon that mega evolves odd to know oh gosh oh yeah 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 which i find to be hilarious that only one pokemon from unova mega evolves i mean they probably were like we honestly don't need to add anything else to this generation there's already like 800 pokemon in this one generation yeah but i do like mega auto now because it's very cute it is cute um it's fine (laughs) (laughs) it is very cute yeah it's hard with mega evolution because it comes with this specific um this specific purpose like there are some mega evolutions that i think i would like perfectly fine if they were just evolutions mm-hmm. and i for some reason i don't know why i've had years to process this but for some reason i still like struggle to separate that you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i might actually like mega heracross better if it were just the evolution <laughs> i think it was supposed to be an evolution but then they scrapped it if i'm not mistaken you know and why not why not you know um so i yeah. don't know it, it uh, mega mega audino is cool i need to just get mm-hmm. over the fact that it's a mega <laughs> yeah i mean i'll be honest like uh because right before we were recording this uh i i suggested you know let's do team names for uh mega evolutions yeah and i was like oh crud what mega evolutions are there because i forgot some it's like i'm looking at a list i'm like oh my gosh i forgot there's a mega lopany yeah i i i wasn't like when i was looking at the list i wasn't surprised by anything on there but if you had said write down a list of the mega evolutions Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be able to get them all even though there's only like 40 of them or something yeah something um, like that i still wouldn't be able to get them all just because i don't know it's just it's not something i necessarily retained a whole lot of Mm -hmm. and i mean if you can only have one on your team at a time or not one at a one on your team at a time but you know what i mean yeah, like one per only, battle it's right it's so limited it's not like yeah. you are 
swapping between mega evolutions every time you battle exactly so it's not like you're seeing them as frequently as you're seeing everything else yeah i mean when i was uh like when i would play like x and y or something like that i would always make sure i at least had like a couple mega evolutions for like each elite four member or something yeah yep so just to cover my bases oh for sure for sure so yeah what an interesting thing i i I do wish that something, I know the games won't do this because the games are first and foremost games, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I do wish something would carry some of these mechanics through, not not fully, and we've talked about this before, like I don't want them to, f- to fully bring everything with them to every generation or region, um, but it would be cool if, like, in the anime, they went to Galar and discovered a new mega evolution because that's where that, you know, mega mm-hmm. stone exists. And so that's where that giraffe rig evolves, you know. I, I would know like to see that. That's not even in Galar. Okay. <laughs> I would like to see what would happen if they um, gigantamaxed a mega Pokemon. It would explode. Right? <laughs> like already or because like you figure well just dynamax one like a dynamax yeah. regular one would just grow but if you had a mega charizard x and you decided to gigantamax it it wouldn't just well, grow it would change forms almost so i'd well, be I, inter- I would love to see what would happen i think so i think and we're, we're let's 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 put our nerd glasses on i think i think it wouldn't be possible because because they're both like temporary effects, right? Like Mega Yeah. Mega Evolution per, and Gigantamax are both temporary effects that are induced by exposure to a stone. So yeah. I think you could make the argument that like if 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 a Pokemon has already been affected or is being actively affected by one stone that it couldn't be affected by the other. And I'm sure True. that's the explanation they would give you. Yeah. Um, but it certainly is like worth like thinking about. Right. And mm-hmm. it, it's, it's different than like, I'm trying to think of an example. If there were a Gigantamax, wait, hold on question. Let's pause for a second. Mm-hmm. Are there any Gigantamax Pokemon that require a stone to evolve prior to being Gigantamaxed? No, they never require. Oh, because, like, there's not a Gigantamax Raichu. There's not a Gigantamax Evolution. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. I mean, yeah, there's... there's not, like, a Gigantamax, yeah. um, I don't know. You, you, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm thinking about it, though. Huh. I, I'm sure we're missing something. There's got to be something. Um, not a stone, but the Apple Tons. True. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. required, like, a special apple. Yeah, yeah, it, that feels different in lore. Yeah, but that's the only thing I can honestly right. think of that's close to it. Right, somebody's um, screaming at us. But it, but it, the more I think about it, the more it's like Pokemon that you trade to evolve. So it's still not the same same sort of effect. Yeah. I mean, if here's the thing: if there are no Pokemon that require a stone to evolve. That then also Gigantamax. I'm looking it up right now. And if there are no Pokemon that require a stone to evolve that get a mega trade, form, trade. then you it, we might have accidentally stumbled onto something with stones. 
But there has to be a mega Pokemon that requires a stone to evolve, right? There's got to be. There's got to be. Um, there has to be. Uh, Creamy was another one that was kind of weird. Yeah. Evolution. But um, like, I guess okay. what I'm what I'm, <laughs> I'm what I'm wondering is like if if in the lore intentionally or unintentionally a Pokemon can only be affected by one stone, um, and once they've been affected by that one stone, can they Scizor no longer be affected? needed a metal coat. It's not a stone, right? But it um, is like a it is like a mineral. Um, Pikachu, Gigantamax Pikachu can't evolve into Raichu. Right. Now they can Eevee evolve after that. Right. So their ability to to use stones to evolve is nullified. Slowbro needed a King's Rock. Okay. Okay. Or no, wait, no, that's Slowbro. Um, That was just normal level up. I'm thinking of Steelix needed Metal Coat. Um, Hmm. Sharpedo, Camerupt, Altaria, Glalie. I'm wondering. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, oh, I found Glalie... it. What is Gallade. it? Which one? Gallade. Uses um. Dawnstone. Uses a Dawnstone and gets a Mega Evolution. Yes. What if Gallade is like the only one? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, it is. I just looked. It is the only. It's the only Pokemon that can use two stones. Yes. Like now, explicitly stones. Yeah. Now. Uh, when you're bringing this whole thing up, I realized Mega Evolution Pokemon cannot use Z moves because they can only hold one of the items. Oh, but they but you can give them you can swap their stones. Exactly, you can swap the stones, but you so can't are... have so like say my Lucario wants to use Fighting Z. Well, right. it has to hold the Z crystal, but it can't hold the Mega Stone or Lucarium or whatever it's called. Yeah. So it can't be like a Mega Lucario using okay. Fighting Z. I guess that kind of that kind of breaks down what I was what I was hoping we were accidentally stumbling onto because the the Z the Z crystals are, I mean they're about as close to a stone in the Pokemon sense as you can get. And technically, the um, the Gigantamax what are they called the uh, the whatever the Star something the Max whatever. Mushrooms. No, it's like the actual name for the mineral that exists in the world. Oh yeah, they they like establish that in like the very beginning of the game, and then they don't really mention. They don't really it talk much. about it much. No, I mean one of one of the big downsides of Sword and Shield is that what the story if is like painfully simple. <laughs> what if it's the same energy as Mega Evolution, but because, um, like the stone like you get is the same stone as the Mega Evolution stone, but um uh, mixed with the dynamaxing energy it changes and becomes less specialized but then nullifies yeah, a stone too similar to it yeah something like that i don't know i don't know something to think about everybody yeah something to think about you're welcome that was our pokey talk someone's gonna reply to us and be like i've already thought of this and here's how it's laid out <laughs> and i will appreciate that yes but definitely. it'll also be funny yeah <laughs> <laughs> give us a chart send us a chart of how all this works okay yeah, we'll please. like it we'll hit the like button unless you're a jerk <laughs> yes don't be a jerk <laughs> yeah don't be a jerk uh um yeah 
So have you, I mean, have you been playing anything, like, aside from Pokemon Go, or have you been dipping into any games? I know, like, last time we talked, which was a while ago, you were doing a replay of Sword, right? I was, and then I kind of stopped after that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I only... Like, That's honestly, the thing with replays. You just never yeah. quite know, like, if it's going to stick or not. Exactly. And I had started it just so I could get the other Urshifu. Right, right. So I got the water Urshifu, just this way now I have both. Um, and okay, that's, well, mission accomplished. Exactly. Know? So that, that was the main goal there. And I remember, like, the beginning of the year, I had said I was going to replay every Pokemon game. Oh, dude. And, like, start from, like, uh, well, not every, but, like, I was going to start right. with uh, my Fire Red, and I was going to capture every single Pokemon possible in that game without trading or anything. Oh, yeah. So that was my main goal. And I think I caught everything. I just had to evolve them all still. Mm -hmm. And so that's about it. I I never fully finished that one. And then I was going to move on to like uh, Ruby and Sapphire then uh, or Ruby, Sapphire or Emerald, whichever one. Probably going to be Emerald. Sure. And then I was going to do Diamond, Pearl or Platinum and then Heart Gold, Soul Silver and then just move my way up. Oh, yeah, we both had big plans for this yeah. year. And I haven't forgotten. I'm, I'm actually glad you brought that up because I was thinking, like, I should do an update on my goals, like my 2020 goals. Um, but, ooh, boy. Yeah. It, you know, it's weird, <laughs> I got though. a long way to go. And I'm not forgetting about it. I'm still yeah. going to try to get as much of it done as possible and, um, because I'm remembering it now. So it, mm-hmm. it might only be four months <laughs> but I'm going to I'm going to try to get as much as I can done in those 4 months. I honestly don't remember much of what I had said I was going to do. I remember one thing that I my wife put down was get the Mega Constructs Evolution set, which I did yeah. get. So, I'm at least you've gotta one. Have it, you've got to have it written down somewhere, right? Uh, I might have tossed it out, but I can just go back and re-listen to the episode. Oh, that's true. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, wherever will we find a record of our goals? <laughs> Um, yeah but you know what's funny it's like you you get put in quarantine and you're thinking awesome i'm gonna do all these things and no yeah well that's i mean i i don't i don't know if we've talked about that on this podcast but i i i I think it bears worth repeating if we have like i'm sure people feel the same way we do which Mm -hmm. is we thought we were gonna get so much done either just this year or specifically in quarantine and like I, it's just a, it's a unique situation and it's a very specific type of like passive trauma and it's totally fine if you're not getting things done the way you thought you would yeah like we're not used to functioning in the same space over and over and over and over or most of us aren't you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and have our entire routine totally thrown out especially when you know your your whole routine is is completely different than it was before um, some folks, uh, like are in totally different places than they were before because, mm-hmm. uh, because of the way that like quarantining works, um, and who is necessary to quarantine with people have yeah. lost jobs, got new jobs. Like there's so much unexpected stuff all happening at the same time that like, if you didn't watch Pokemon heroes, the movie mm-hmm. and live tweet it, <laughs> like you're fine. <laughs> Talking to myself here, okay? Yeah. Now, like, I mean, for me, like, yeah, I've been trying to quarantine, but I've also been working, like, I've been busier than ever at work. Yeah. Because we're essential. So right. I've been dealing with that. And then, you know, 
my wife's pregnant, so I've been dealing with all of that. <laughs> yep, yep. So, and yeah. then once once Luke is here, I don't. Hey, Luke, how's it going? Um, <laughs> <laughs> once he's here, like I don't even know like what my day to day schedule is going to be for video yeah. games. No idea. Like I want to get the new Marvel Avengers video game, but I'm like, <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I know. I'm. I've. Uh, why'd you have to bring it up? Sorry, <laughs> it was the I'm first one that just came it. to my head. I try to ignore it. Does like its its existence because <laughs> I I want it so bad. <laughs> yeah. The only video game I know I'll be playing later this year is going to be the second DLC for Sword and Shield: The Crown oh, Tundra. Sure. Because sure. oh my gosh, I'm so excited yeah, for that. I've already paid for it, so I'll have yeah. it. It yep. just comes down to how quickly can I beat it because I'll probably have a son by then. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, we were just, I mean, if, if this has taught us nothing else, like it's just, everything is so day by day, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, and that's totally fine. But, uh, I will say one of my goals from, from the beginning of the year was to do some sort of like Pokemon related art project or something like that. Yeah. I remember that. Um, yeah. And I've been doing, uh, I've been doing like these virtual paint nights, um, just because like I'm I'm trying to do anything different and like creative and make sure my brain still works. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so I have, you know, because I've been doing those, I got like some new art supplies and stuff and it's reinvigorated a little bit of like my old painting muscles. So uh, so I have to, you know, I started plotting out like some ideas of what I might might paint so that I'm sure that'll actually uh, be pretty in the near future and i can nice. check that one off my off my goals list nice i so mean that's that's exciting it's not pokemon related but like i've been uh starting to slowly get back into my uh heroes of the grid uh painting minifigures oh yeah i never you know i still haven't started painting those <laughs> uh i really should i, had <laughs> I never... have them and i have paint <laughs> <laughs> i have never like painted miniatures before this was like my first time i just practiced on like a little putty patroller first yep and i had a good i i enjoyed it so like okay well let me just you know expand out a little bit do some of the monsters do some of the rangers and i've really dug it but then like I think after I did Goldar last year, I kind of just stopped. You know what it was? I went to the Heroes of the Grid Facebook page, and I saw all these other people posting their stuff. Oh, you can't do that. Yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you can't Theirs do that, are so much better. I'm awful. No, they're <laughs> like, just they're different. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's a different style. It's a different so, level of expertise. I stopped after about a year, and then yeah. I got the uh, – psycho blue uh legacy or not legacy lightning collection figure for like two bucks from gamestop Mm -hmm. and i painted it to be like a deadpool psycho ranger which was awesome and that kind of what did you post about this yeah i don't remember seeing this at all this sounds awesome i will send you a picture please do and so i started uh just getting back into the painting i was like okay this is fun again um i haven't touched it since last week but just because it creates such a mess Huh. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That sounds so cool. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there's something about painting, I think, and this is coming from somebody who like used to paint a lot. Like there's something, I think there's something nice about it in that it's not like a stressful focus, I don't think, but it is a very particular type of focus. And I feel like it's easy to find yourself in the zone and then you can kind of forget everything around you. And I think I that's it. such a nice, nice feeling to have. 
that's kind of why I was exciting to get or excited to get back into painting was because mm-hmm. like what better what better time to sort of find that flow dude this is good <laughs> this is really good thanks oh that's so cool oh that's and the belt works so perfectly for that mm-hmm. nice so, yeah so like i inver- i inverted the colors so like what was supposed to be just all black i made red and then yeah. like yes or like what was supposed to be color i made black which worked out really well. <laughs> that's awesome. But, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> it works so well. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, I made cute. sure to use a uh, primer first because I always forget to use primer when I'm doing toys. And the yeah. paint never fully dries. Yep. I've still got uh, <laughs> tacky paint on uh, a Super Mega Force toy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. It just never that's fully funny. dried. Do they, um, some, yeah, the way, and sometimes it's the type of paint, right? Where it's always yeah. just a little bit gummy. It, that, and sometimes it's the type of plastic. Some plastics, yeah. like a harder plastic works, but the more rubbery style yep. doesn't. Do you, are there like, are there Pokemon figure? Like, I know there's not a Pokemon, well, there are Pokemon miniatures games, but, um, are there, is there like a, a Pokemon equivalent to, the types of minifigures that you would typically paint yourself, like D&D figures or tabletop um, figures? I thought about this this morning. I never did the research to look it up, though. I, I don't haven't think... thought about this until now. Yeah. It's so funny that I we thought about so. this on the same day. I mean, I would love to just see, like... I mean, if I ever got, like, a 3D printer, I'd totally just print a whole bunch of miniature Pokemon. Oh, sure. Yeah. Then you can paint them yourself. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder. I mean, I know that they have like the are they what are they called? Nendroids? Those those aren't colored already, are they? I think so. Oh, they are. I honestly don't know. Actually, I think they are. Now yeah. that you say that, I think they are. I'm pretty sure red and Pikachu come fully mm-hmm. fully painted. They sometimes like mm-hmm. show off like the uh the prototypes and exactly. stuff. That must be what I'm Without thinking the, of. Yeah. I just think that would be fun. Like I wonder why that doesn't exist. Oh, that's, that, that that's cool. so strange. Because, mm-hmm. like, what an easy sort of, like, craft project to license. Yeah, definitely. Huh. Kids would love that. Yeah. Um. All right, Pokemon Company. <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> yeah. You listen to all of our episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you that's love why, our input. Yes, that's why I've been seeing so much more Magnemite love. Exactly. Oh, speaking Niantic, of Magnemite you know Love. You listen to, you love when I rant about your branding of <laughs> mm-hmm. Community Day. Sorry, so, what? <laughs> so speaking of Magnemites, uh, yeah. I have a friend up on Twitter and she had, uh, or not Twitter, Instagram, and she showed me this, uh, I guess this guy does like this garage sale type thing where like he goes, hunts down garage sales and finds a whole bunch of like Japanese type merchandise. He lives oh, in sure. Canada. Yeah. And he stumbled across like this Magnemite keychain. It's got like three magnemites on it, so it's it's not a magneton because they're oh, not. Oh, the... that's such a good idea, though. Yeah, and so he and he posted it. It was like five bucks, and I was like, "Uh, sold." Yeah. Wait, wait, dude, dude. Why haven't they done like a story where where like three like a trainer has three magnemite that like refuse to evolve? That would be so fun. I mean, I know that that's not like technically how they evolve but um like i feel like that would be so funny like if what if had... two of them want to evolve but one won't right exactly right like you have one, like you caught three and you were excited because you got three but then one of them was like a punk about it 
and like wouldn't like didn't like the other two so it wouldn't evolve that would or be it so was scared funny. or was scared yeah. yeah oh that'd be so good you can have that one for free pokemon anime yeah we know you're listening as well or we just turn into a children's book we could turn it into a children's book all right you can't have that one anymore <laughs> it's ours <laughs> or i tell you what we'll make the book and then you can distribute it for us yeah and adapt it into an episode with credit to us exactly <laughs> or nickname the Magnemites, Kyle and Doug, the two that want to evolve, and like the last one, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who that would be, but yeah. Um, we don't really have ops. We don't really have enemies. <laughs> well, I mean, there was that guy that tried to take over the show. That's true. That's true. But we banished him. <laughs> yeah, Shadow Realm. In the Shadow Realm right now. So yeah. whatever. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think we're gonna hear from him ever again. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <clears throat> so this keychain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I- I'm super excited to get it. I haven't gotten it yet. Uh, as soon as I do, I will post pictures. Nice. I- I'm excited to see it. it- no, is are they like charms or are they like three like full oh. like fully 3d little i think it's like one of those ones where it's guys. just like a, a it's got like a flat back and then it's just like a little bit of a raised thing okay uh, gotcha. he deleted the post on instagram since i bought it so yeah. i don't actually have a picture of it anymore but as soon as it's here i'll make sure to post yeah, pictures. that sounds cool i i bought a, a pokemon keychain um that was like three different charms and i put them i put them on like separate sets of keys because mm-hmm. um, it's kind of a lot for one set of keys but it was like a bulbasaur a pokeball and a leaf mm. and so on on like my main set of keys i have the bulbasaur and then i put the other two on a second set of keys that nice. i don't really use yeah oh uh this just hit me i just remembered um i got a notification from netflix yesterday this friday new pokemon journeys will be coming out Oh, nice. All yeah. right. Well, you all can anticipate what our episode in two weeks will be about. Exactly. The first <laughs> six episodes of part two. Shablam. Exactly. Oh. Cool. Well, that's really exciting because that show is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that one. I saw a promo. Uh, I didn't like fully watch the promo for it, uh-huh. but like the quick few seconds while I was looking at it, it showed them in Unova. Ooh. They were in the uh, the relic castle in the uh, okay. desert. Okay, I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I have I've paid no attention to the show outside the United States. I have um, done better. I kind of just stopped paying. <laughs> also, I think it was on hiatus because of uh, Corona. So sure, sure, which is fair. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, but because I haven't paid attention and because I don't work with that that uh, friend of mine who was watching in real time with the Japanese show, mm. uh, I I have no idea because she was the one who used to tell me like oh I heard that so and something something and I was like you heard or you watched. <laughs> <laughs> so oh well that'll be really exciting I'm excited mm-hmm. uh, me too oh that's something to look forward to ooh reinvigorate yeah. me Pokemon yeah Pokemon cause... journeys. Yeah, because my wife and I, we've been, uh, oh, we started just like trying to find new shows to, well, not new shows, but old shows to binge watch. Yeah. And so we started with Avatar Last Airbender. Ooh, good binge. Oh, I, I forgot how much I love that show. It's like a perfect show. It really is. It's so good. And so after that, we watched the even better, and I might be controversial to some people, but Legend of Korra. 
I, you know what? I don't think that's, I, I, I wouldn't call that controversial. I would call it just like an ongoing debate or like polarizing. Cause I feel like you'll find just as many people who agree with you mm-hmm. as you will, who won't. And it feels like pretty even to me, you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like people aren't like ashamed to say they think legend of Korra is better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you're in good company. I think, I think a lot of people feel similarly. I will say this though. Avatar has the best episode ever where they're in the desert and Sokka is like drunk on cactus juice. Like nothing will ever top that. Plus, I don't know. I I didn't finish Legend of Korra, so I don't know if this is true or not. But like, the cabbage vendor is in is in the Last Airbender, right? He's in Last Airbender, and then does he reappear in Korra? He doesn't reappear. Well, I guess he couldn't reappear, but there could be a cabbage vendor homage. There is. Okay, gotcha. It's in season one. I'll tell you that. Oh, well, then, oops. <laughs> I saw it and just don't remember. It was a um, Cabbage Corp. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's like a huge corporation. It's cabbages. Um, well, time to rewatch uh, Legend of Korra yeah. and finish so, it. <laughs> so we finished Legend of Korra, and then we're like, nice. okay, so what do we want to watch next? And um, the actress from Glee had just passed away. And oh. so I was like, you want to binge watch Glee? It's been forever since I've seen it. That's She's probably like, a good sure. too. And uh, I think we're up. We just started season five, and it is so much better than I remember. And you actually catch a lot of continuity errors and <laughs> content, like actual continuity itself, like by binge watching it, because like they'll oh, reference yeah. things, and you'd be like, I don't remember that. But binge watching it, you catch so much more stuff. Exactly. Yeah, because you're watching it in such a concentrated way. Exactly. And the show was meant to be viewed week to week. So you could get away with being like, didn't we mention six weeks ago that? And people go, yeah, 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 yeah. but it's fine. <laughs> or like there's times when it's like, oh, uh, that just contradicts what you said last season. But OK. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Makes so, sense. Makes sense. But we've been doing that. And so we're getting close to finishing that. And I'm like, OK, what do I want to watch next? <laughs> What's like next? Band. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I uh I haven't. I just haven't watched a ton of TV, but I did. I just remembered something that I. I don't think I mentioned to you because I think it would be between when we recorded last and now. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I, I have my family's old Game Boy Pocket. Nice. And I don't remember when I grabbed it, but I think I've had it just sitting around for a while. And for whatever reason, the other day I was like. Oh, that's right. I have that. I should like make sure it works and all that sort of stuff. Because I have a friend who restores um, like uh, video game consoles. So I was like, if it doesn't work, I'll just send it to them. I love watching. Can, uh, they can fix it up and people get it working. Uh, refix them up on YouTube. It's one of my favorite things to watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's relaxing. Mm-hmm. Typically, I mean, I guess it could. It could also not be, but I think it is. But uh sirens. <laughs> What's going on out there? <laughs> Get it together. Anyway. So uh, so what I used to test it was Pokemon Trading Card Game, which I had bought, I don't know, either at the beginning of this year or sometime last year, um, and put it on my list of games that I wanted to replay this year. And so, sure enough, the Game Boy Pocket worked and Pokemon Trading Card Game worked. So I started a new file in that, and I just need nice. to pick it up and like get it going. Oh, I wanna... <laughs> it is 
very difficult to play games on an old Game Boy. I I bet because you're it's not very tiny, and it, and it is dark. Yeah, I turned on my Game you Boy have to sit Advance under a light or next to a window. Yeah, I remember turning on my Game Boy Advance recently. It's rough, and I'm like, uh, what's going on here? I'm so used to the backlit screen now that. Oh, yep. And I remember oh, just playing yep. Pokemon by the streetlights of uh, uh, in the dark going home in the car. Yeah. Yep. 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 I always fun. had to sit next to like a, a particular lamp in our house. And like mm. I would always be like because it because it was because it was against a wall very close to an outlet. So I could plug my Game Boy in. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I guess at that point it was my Game Boy Color, but I could plug, or I guess the pocket you could plug in too, but I guess any of them you could plug, whatever. I would plug it in and just sit next to this lamp, and it was the perfect place because it was like the only way I could play for a long period of time without the power running out and without the light changing. Hmm. <laughs> nice. So ridiculous. So I, ridiculous. <laughs> I remember when Gold and Silver came out, they released those little lights that you plug in. It's like the trading port. Mm-hmm. and uh, the light yep. would shine right over it, and then you could play, and I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Um, it drained your battery a lot more yeah, quicker, like but it, it worked great for mm-hmm. nighttime rides. Yep, yep. yep. But yep. Uh, I've been uh, wanting to... That same friend that, like... Go, Go ahead. ahead. That same friend that, w- that I would have sent the Game Boy to... Uh, has also been playing old Pokemon games. Nice. And they have the uh, their same. Their it, this is their Game Boy from childhood. I was so floored. They still have their um, Pikachu edition Game Boy Color oh, with like Togepi and Pikachu. I had and I think that. There's something else on it too. I had it. Yeah, and I yeah. Sold it. And so <laughs> I regret so it. They're uh, they're playing. I think they're playing Pokemon Yellow through. Nice. Um, Because that was the first Pokemon game they ever played. Mm -hmm. And they're playing it, because it's on a Game Boy Color, they're playing it with one of those plug-in lights. Nice. (laughs) Which is so funny. (laughs) Like, why don't you just replace the screen with a a backlit screen? Like, I know you could, but they probably, if if it works fine, they probably don't want to do anything to it. But no, it's funny you mentioned the uh, Pokemon TCG game. I've uh, been thinking about, I've been wanting to just download it from the 3DS. Yeah. That's where I was planning on on replaying Mm -hmm. it. When I made that as a goal, that's what I was planning. But if it works on the Game Boy, I might might give it a whirl. Yeah, go for it. I I take. I still want to play my uh, Pokemon Green in uh, my Japanese Pokemon Green. Yeah, dude. That was on my list. I know that one. I still got to do. Yeah. Uh, well, we got we got plenty of time, and we're the yeah. only ones holding ourselves accountable. None of it matters. It was all for fun, yeah. and the world's on fire. So we'll do whatever we want. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Everyone, listen. I, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you had texted me, uh, mentioned a book that you got. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm dumb. Let me go grab it. Okay. Um, Brb, and we'll just. We'll cut this silence down, I guess. Maybe. Or I'm going to sing for everybody. Well, do one of the two. <laughs> uh, let's see. What do I want to sing? Oh, uh, do the Pokemon theme song. Do the Poke rap. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just keep talking. And then when Doug shows up, I'll just act like I was doing something. I don't know. Let's see. 
you know, it's Electro, Diglett, Nidoran, Mankey, Venusaur, Rattata, Fearow, Pidgey, Seeking, Jolteon, Dragonite, Ghastly, Ponyta, Vaporeon, Polyrath, Butterfree. Uh, I forget. I really gotta learn how to do the rest. It, it's bothersome that I can't do it. Um, I think you're Okay. Back. Hey, you're back. This is how we should close out episodes until we run out of, of stuff in our books. Me to do... Don't you po- think? The Pokey Rap? No, 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 no. We both have books. Oh, yeah. That so works. So we, we've mentioned these before, but we've never like fully explored them. Yes. We both have these like unofficial... Guides. Um, what's that? Unofficial guides. Yeah, yeah. But the, what they are is that they are sort of... Mine is called a field guide, and yours is an anatomy book, right? Yes, this is Pokey so Anatomy. Yeah, so they're they're meant to be sort of like more real life ish, um, like fan made, uh, but they're very both of them are very nice mm-hmm. um, books, and so mine is like meant to be like the type of thing you would expect Professor Birch to be writing notes about and stuff, mm-hmm. um, and yours is like a very biological yes type stuff um so yeah we should that's what we should do we should close out episodes um with like an entry each uh until we get tired of it yeah and then we'll also like uh do you want to like post pictures of each one when we release the yeah episode? yeah because yours i mean yours will have the anatomy stuff and the way that mine is they're not um it's not like official artwork and so they're 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 drawn to be more realistic i mean they're not like photorealistic um but yeah, they're I mean, they look not, more like animals i mean mine isn't really realistic it still has like the anime features it's that uh you can now see inside of them right that's what i'm saying like yeah. like um like your like yours is like if you took the anime creature and like cut it open and could see like the bio like biological nitty-gritty inside which mm-hmm. is like super cool I've seen some of it because you've sent me some of it, and I've looked at um, at some of it, and I think you tweeted some of it too. I did. Uh, I didn't tweet all of them because I wanted some to be a surprise, but there was some right. I was just like, "You guys need to see this diglet. It is cool looking." <laughs> right, right. Mine doesn't have as much of that type of stuff, unfortunately, um, and it's probably not as in depth. But I do think it's I do think it's cool the way they draw them and tried to make them look um, realistic. Isn't even right. Isn't even quite the right word. They just look. Um, more real world, I guess, but they're still like cartoony. Mm-hmm. You'll see when we post them. Yeah. So, where do you want to start? Do you want to do the same Pokemon, or do you want to do different Pokemon? Um, we can. Uh, let's do the same one. This way, you know, it's kind of the same. Uh, sure. Who do you want to do first? Let's start with Magnemite. Yes, let's go to Magnemite. Okay, let me see if I can. Find okay. Magnemite. So mine, mine only has like a small entry for each one. So I don't know how much how much stuff is in your. Uh, I mean, like, does I, it have a ton of stuff? A little bit of stuff. Does like a one page is the picture, and then the next page it gives characteristics, the physiology, the behavior, key facts. It it goes into in depth. Okay, so we probably shouldn't read the whole thing. I could probably read the whole thing of mine just because it's like four sentences. <laughs> Um, yeah, but for, for yours, since it has so much info, um, you could probably do like the most interesting stuff. Um, yeah. You get to curate our experience. 
so mine because mine's like all just like observations i don't think it's as like uh the information i don't know if is if it's as cool but um so for magnemite i can't wait for you to see this picture because it's like very they make it look very metal and it looks like it kind of has metal plating on it um i don't think i like the the magnets as much because instead of being like curved magnets it kind of has um like two almost like two prongs on either side mm-hmm. but you don't see like the curve so i don't think i like that as much but i do like the metal vibe of it so it says it gives you oh my god what's with the sirens can everybody calm down out there goodness <laughs> i don't know if you can even all hear them but i always do that just in case so i can hear it uh, and i'm i'm enjoying it uh it's uh it's a lot it's a lot i don't know that was like two sirens in like five minutes i'm gonna look outside and like the the road is going to be on fire or something um okay so it only gives like a, a few things so it says appearance a levitating robotic metal sphere it has a small high definition camera surrounded by infrared leds for good day and night vision so that's that's kind of what my book is like it's like imagining mm-hmm. if these pokemon existed in a in a real world scenario habitat near power plants and other areas of high electrical activity range power plant behavior feeds solely on electricity and it evolves at level 30 nice <laughs> so mine like it literally puts it in half like the the left half is like what you would normally see of a magnemite and then the right half just shows what's on the inside of it and a lot of it's mechanical um and then like it's got like some electrolyte uh tissues and stuff like that like in the magnets and like the top screw and it's really cool and you can see how like it's uh, the core biological components right where the eye is um it's got a cpu um almost, <laughs> i like that yeah, cool. and what's another thing cool about this book is it also gives it its um its actual like animal name uh oh that's cool yeah so magnemite is uh pila magnus <laughs> which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Uh, Whoever, the guy that made this book, Christopher Stoll, I'll say, he took, I think, his own, like, he took his own things and made, um, like, it's history almost. Sure. Yeah, I guess we should clarify, both of these books sort of veer from the lore and kind of do whatever they want when it comes to, Mm -hmm. like, the details of these Pokemon or the stories of these Pokemon. These are... These are not in continuity and yeah, not yeah. in the canon. <laughs> so I'll, I'll read like uh, the the thing for physiology. Sure. And it says, first developed in Kanto by Professor Ironwood, Magnemite is an artificial assemblage of electrical Pokemon genes contained within a metal shell. They are capable of generating devastating electrical bursts and can levitate by wielding magnetic fields with their horseshoe-shaped wings. Magnemite's organic elements are irreversibly integrated with its robotics, sustained by an adaption of Pokeball Stasis technology. Huh. So, I like the way he's going about it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, I'm also kind of like, Because, eh. like, in the behavior, they mention, like, they're not very smart Pokemon, and I felt kind of offended by that. <laughs> They literally have a CPU. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I'll just read this quick thing here. It says that Magnemite intelligence is debated. It is believed by some that they lack the full range of human and Pokemon cognitive abilities. 
including oh. self-awareness. And I was like, wow. That- okay. So they're, I mean, they're sort of talking about like, because this Pokemon is like part biological and part seemingly not mm-hmm. people don't give it. I, I You could argue that it's just like a matter of people not giving it the respect. And there are probably people in this person's world who would be with you saying like no it's alive and it's it's got strong cognitive abilities and it's Mm -hmm. fully aware of itself and other people yeah i'm sure there are magnemite advocates and activists in this world oh yeah i mean magnemite led by kyle yeah (laughs) (laughs) well i'll i'll admit uh while many people don't really see magnemite as very popular pokemon it is within like the top 20 um favorite kanto pokemon so it's cute mm-hmm. you know it's a good it's a good little mon yep <laughs> well is there anything else you wanted to chat about um before we get out of here um happy four year anniversary doug oh yeah happy four year anniversary i guess we did we asked a question we got like one answer <laughs> So I guess we should do that before I, I don't know why I forgot that. Um, so we basically just said like, it's our anniversary. Like, let us know, uh, like what you like, what you don't like. If you have a favorite episode, if there's anything else we should do. Um, and one of the, one of the responses is just a congratulations, which we very much appreciate. Of course, mm-hmm. um, that Thank is you. from the podcast yes. at the Moncast, And they just say, Congrats on four years. Not far behind us. Ha ha. Here's to four more from Stevie. And check out the Moncast. I did an episode a couple years ago with them. Yeah. Um, They compare an episode of Digimon and an episode of Pokemon. Which is funny and a perfect segue because the response that we got, which we could still do at some point. um, The the response we got was from Dare Bear at Derek B. Gale, um, my co-host on a Spider-Man podcast, said... I really liked the episode that featured a couple of guests who were unfamiliar with recent Pokemon games having the newest Pokemon games explained to them. <laughs> Wink emoji. Spoiler alert, Derek was one of those guests. Yes, he was. <laughs> but he says, I'd like to see you all do a fun Digimon crossover slash comparison slash retrospective in the future somehow. And uh, I don't see why we couldn't do something like that. Um, if you are interested in hearing more from Derek, like I said, he's my co-host on Walloping Web Snappers, a Spider-Man podcast. Yeah. So, did you um, see uh, my response I gave to him? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely did. Yeah. It's a good one. So yeah. I'm surprised um, he hasn't responded back in like, wait, what? <laughs> It's like the most nonsensical response I could possibly get. I'm like, yes, this actually happened. You broke him. Yeah. (laughs) Well, the question still stands. Uh, We're always happy to hear suggestions um, from you if there's something that you would like us to talk about. Um, I'm trying to think up some ideas because I know we're going into, you know, another year of podcasts. And I, I there's there's ideas we've tossed around. There's some things that I think I may even said on a podcast that I said I was going to do that I still intend to do. Um, and so I, I look forward to another year of, of figuring, figuring this stuff out and doing whatever we want to do. Cause that's what we do here. It's whatever we want. So mm-hmm. um, thanks. Thanks everybody for joining us, not just on this adventure, but for four years. Uh, it's incredible. Thank you to yeah. anybody who stuck around, anybody who just showed up, anybody who showed up, left and came back. 
um, anybody who just pops in, we, we like all of you a lot. So yeah. thank you so much um, for information on episodes and contests or to give us feedback on the show. Like we just asked for, um, be sure to find the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at victory road pod. Also, we'd love for you to rate review and subscribe to us on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcast, because ratings and reviews are the best way for other people to find us. If you like what we're doing, other people might as well. And of course, if there is something in the world of Pokemon, you know a whole lot about, and you'd like us to talk about it, or perhaps even appear on the podcast, just let us know. Until next time, we are headed back to the Pokemon Center to do more research on the effects of multiple stones on individual Pokemon, and why Gallade seems to be so unique. Bye. Bye. Check out www.4rideradio.com.